Today, we're talking about relationship marketing. If you're considering relationship marketing as a part of your business plan and structure, you can't forget the relationship part and only focus on the marketing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for online business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I've got something a little bit under my skin, and I thought I would just share it with you, share some thoughts and ideas, and maybe start a conversation about how do we build the know, like, and trust factor in our business relationships in such a way that we don't compromise our integrity. The root of this conversation that I started today actually has come from several emails that I've gotten this week and several requests over the past month or two to sort of network or hop on a call. Um, Some of you may know that I'm a member of a couple of different coaching groups and I offer business mindset consulting to the business coaching groups that I'm involved in. And a lot of people have been wanting to, you know, quote unquote, hop on a quick call or get my feedback or get my two cents on how I manage to do that. And when I get really clear with people on what their exact questions are, they're usually, you know, asking me, how did you get the business owner's attention? How did you build that relationship? How did you connect? And some people just, you know, almost imply some sort of manipulation on my part. Like somebody literally asked me um, sometime last month, like, how did you get in the business owner's back pocket like that? And I took a lot of offense to that. But this is actually part of a larger conversation because it isn't just about how did I become a consultant for other business owners and their coaching groups and how am I continuing to build a reputation around that. It's about this idea of relationship marketing. And I think people are losing the relationship aspect. I've been talking to people about how they show up in community forums, on LinkedIn um, groups, on Facebook groups, and different like blog commentaries. And so much of it, so many of the questions that I'm asked are all geared to how can I get people to know me so that they'll buy from me? And when the focus is on marketing, you're gonna lose the sale. The online entrepreneur space is pretty familiar at this point with Facebook groups and how Facebook groups are used to build leads and get captures and build audience and, and all of that. It's, it's practically commonplace at this point for a lot of online business owners to use Facebook groups in that way. So it's this idea that you meet with like-minded people, you get together on a common topic, and you start talking about who you are, what you do, how you serve, and people will start to get to know you and they'll buy from you. But what ends up happening is people are spending so much time thinking about the post that's going to get the attention, the post that's going to get people to be curious about them, that'll lead them to go over to their, you know, to their own Facebook profile or their own website to want to learn more. They're so focused on getting the attention that they're forgetting the whole point of relationship marketing is building a relationship. And that's what I'd like to talk to you about today. Stay tuned. Let me back up just a bit. When I use the phrase relationship marketing, I'm talking about the techniques and strategies that business owners use to develop 
build and improve upon the know, like, and trust factor with their audience. They want their audience to get to know them, to like them, and they want to earn trust from their audience so that their audience will turn into buyers and that they will become purchasers. When we first learn about this, especially people who are in the online business space, I understand that my show is starting to attract um, brick-and-mortar businesses, and a shout-out to you. I used to be a brick-and-mortar business owner, and I think this applies to you, too, so please do stay tuned. But when we talk about this phrase, we're talking about the things that we're doing to build leads, to build relationships, and to increase sales. And so, yes, marketing is the intention. Marketing is the goal. We don't want to be giving away content, giving away our best selves, giving away our best stuff for free if it's not going to lead to a sale at some point. I get that. Nobody wants to waste their time. But if you're going to choose relationship marketing as part of your plan, you have got to recognize that the word relationship comes first in that plan. And if you don't want to build the know, like, and trust factor with your audience, you can choose a different strategy. But when you try to do a covert operation to build a relationship when you're not genuinely interested, people can see that from a mile away. And I know that in the online space, when we're all trying to learn different things and when we're all trying to learn different marketing strategies, and I know as a business owner, one of the things I needed to learn before I even moved to the online space as a business owner was how do you get in the social media game to market your business? Because that's kind of where the trends are heading in terms of marketing anyway. But when you when you show up and you're thinking about how you're going to show up, you can't think of it with this exclusive manipulative mentality. How can I get people to think I'm kind of genuine and I really do want to get to know them so they buy from me? The question you really need to ask yourselves is how do I build a relationship with my you know, my audience, my leads, my potential clients. How do I get to know them? How do I show them who, like, how do I show them who I am so they know whether or not they're going to like me? Because we want to attract the best and we want to repel the rest. We don't want everyone to like us. We just want our ideal clients to like us. We can't possibly serve everybody. So when we're having this marketing conversation and we're engaging in this idea of relationship building with potential leads, we want to recognize that we are not trying to appeal to the masses. We're trying to appeal to our ideal client, our ideal person who we would really love to work with, get to know better, or see on our sales purchased list, right? That's the person we're talking to. We can't talk to the masses. And so if you know your ideal client, if you know who you're trying to reach, what is it they want to hear from you? What do they need? What are they curious about? How do they enjoy building relationships? What do you know about them? What's their buying pattern? What do they prefer? What attracts them? What repels them? You want to start thinking about that and using that perspective to think about how you're going to choose to engage. 
Now, I see people make this mistake all the time, and it's actually a general communication mistake. People tend to spread their messages, tell others what they think or what they want them to know from a very self-centered place. And if you think of authentic, effective communication, it's always about how do I say what I need to say so that the other person can hear it. We tailor our message based on what the other person needs to hear in order to under like in order to understand what we're trying to say the same thing applies to relationship marketing so think about if you were to engage in a linkedin group or a facebook group where you were going to write on somebody's blog post that you had just read and you lead with your job title or you lead with your business name or you lead with the number of years of experience you have how is that going to be received how would you receive that if you were on the receiving end of that it's a pitch and people smell it a mile away they know what's coming you don't really want to get to know them that's what that response says that your response really is all about you and how you want to benefit from that interaction but when you go into that interaction using effective communication strategies and recognizing nobody wants to be told job title years of experience like think about like the first time you meet someone at a dinner party if they're like oh well i got my masters 15 years ago and since then i've been doing this like nobody wants your resume they want to get to know you more than that the average person wants you to get to know them so what happens in the span of relationship marketing when you are getting to know, learn, and develop your leads if you lead with curiosity, if you lead with questions, if somebody like makes a comment about themselves or shares a struggle, what happens when you ask a follow-up question, when you express genuine interest in getting to know them better? That's how you build the know, like, and trust factor. That's how you show up in a way that people remember. The other thing you want to think about is when you play nice all the time and you play middle of the road and you just play it safe, you don't really attract attention either way. You're not memorable. You don't stand out from the crowd and people don't really know what you stand for. And people are so afraid to lead with who they are when they're thinking about relationship marketing because they don't want to turn away potential leads. They, they so fear losing the sale that they play it safe, but they, then they don't get anybody. They don't get anybody like liking their Facebook page, following them on social media, getting on their email list, or, you know, like if it's a brick and mortar, going into your shop, following your, your products online or any of that. You don't engage with people in such a way that they want to follow you, they move along. If you don't sort of let people know who you are and what you stand for, you don't stand out and they like, they scan on by. So if you're going to engage in relationship marketing, you have got to show up as you. Not as you think people want you to be, not as you think they need you to be in order to want to buy from you. You can't get in that pretend game. 
because then once you lead with fabrication, once you lead with wearing a mask, you never get to take that mask off and it traps you and you don't get to grow. The best chance you have for using relationship marketing effectively is the same thing you need in an effective relationship to show up as yourself authentically, warts and all to be imperfect, to share your imperfections, to let people get to know you on a level that they want to know more. And if you just tell them right away, you don't leave them with any questions to ask. When you're entering any kind of relationship, silence simply doesn't work. You can't say you're engaging in a relationship or in relationship marketing if you're not speaking out showing up, telling people what you really think. You're not engaging in relationships when you sit and listen and don't participate. You're not engaging in relationship marketing when you sit and listen and don't participate. If you want to use relationship marketing effectively, you have to use the same skills that have helped you be successful in relationships. And if you find that those skills are lacking, you want to address that right away. Learn where you're going amiss. Get back on track. Be open to feedback. Ask people what they think. Engage in the conversation so you know how to be better. You know, for example, it's always a learning process for me. And one of the pieces of feedback that I get regularly is that I always make it sound so easy because I just kind of prattle out these quick scripts someone can say when they're having a hard conversation or I say just do this da 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 and I start with that ever annoying word just and when you start with just of course people think you're talking down to them of course you think they think you're making it sound too easy and you're disqualifying the pain and the strife that they're in and that's something i always have to monitor because the reality is you know i'm 20 years experience in clinical social work private therapy mindset coaching added it all together i've done this for a long time and we're not all that special right like at the core humans have the same patterns of behavior so yes, at this point in time, sometimes it really is fairly easy to me because I've seen it so often. I've experienced it personally and I've worked with so many people at this point that I can prattle out these automatic answers. But when I'm not mindful of the fact that that's not true for the people I'm talking to, that they're new to this pain or they're new to this struggle, I am alienating the people in the conversation before it's even begun. I've experienced the consequence of that personally when people who I love and care about don't ask me for advice because they think that I'm just going to tell them the steps and I'm not really going to listen. And I've experienced it personally when people don't return to me and they don't stick with me and I experience turnover in my business because they feel talk down to or they feel I've oversimplified something that's really important to them. You have to show up in relationships. You have to be aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. And if you're not comfortable in relationship, you should reconsider a relationship marketing strategy. It might not be for you. You might need to move to a new plan because when you focus only on the marketing, when you focus only on getting the page views, the visits to your website, the 
email opt-in, the sales, you are missing the point and you're leaving money on the table. If you want to use relationship marketing in your business, you have to remember the word relationship comes first. That's where I leave you today. There's jackhammering outside my window, so I'm going to take that as the universe's sign to tell me to wrap up um, before it gets really annoying to listen to. I'm not going to be with you tomorrow. I'm taking the day off, so I will be back with you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you are enjoying this conversation, please do head over to iTunes and leave me a review. It does help get the word out about the show. And continue talking to me over on Facebook at a group called Choose to Have It All. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next week.